Can anyone catch them, do you think? Uh, yes, of course. As unbelievable as it sounds, this is another Arsenal podcast that is the Away Gunners podcast. We bring news and reaction from Arsenal fans from all over the world. On this episode of the Away Gunners podcast, me, Arun, Ellen and Deepak get together to discuss the back-to-back wins against Chelsea and Crystal Palace in the league. We discuss in detail about the starting lineup, first half display and the goals. We also discuss about the hilarity of making a double over Chelsea in our worst ever season. Also, the possibility of Europa or Europe in general to check out. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Away Gunners podcast. We have got uh, the whole gang back. Hi Deepak, hi Arun, hi Ellen. Oh, hello. Uh, hi guys. So that's a back-to-back victory against uh, <laughs> Crystal Palace and Chelsea. So that, that proves Arun, you should never, ever, ever predict a win for Arsenal. I, I, am, I will never do that. You told I, you all this. I am, I'm, I'm never just... going to predict a win ever again. No, yeah. next season in our pod, we are banning prediction. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Keep them making predictions. No, no, no. Actually, Arun should predict, and Arun should predict a loss. <laughs> that's yeah. when we will win. <laughs> so that's that's the superstition that we are going to go in. But today's game was kind of different. Uh, we we kind of dominated in the first first half completely, and then took the pedal like took took our foot off the off the gas completely and let Crystal Palace dominate. And then last moment there was all these haribari and we won. So I'll start with Deepak, especially because it was a Pepe show today. <laughs> I usually go to Arun for Pepe, but he's already happy. So I wanted someone else to get in my face. <laughs> thing is, like, uh, I didn't like uh, watch the game like with my full concentration. So <laughs> I I just like saw the excuses when Pepe plays, no one watches. <laughs> yeah, because he plays well when it doesn't matter. <laughs> we still have a chance of getting into Europe. No, we, we don't. No, we don't. What, <laughs> we don't, what, we we don't want to get one. into the conference league nonsense. <laughs> but no, this, I think we still have a chance for St. Tontarium's Day, right? Yeah, St. Tontarium's yeah, yeah. Day, yeah, we are going to have. We uh, still have a chance, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will so, have. It's either... No, it's either that... It's either uh, uh, Brendan Rogers have to bottle, like he usually does, or uh, Spurs have to bottle. Who is the biggest bottler is going to be the, the the decider of whether we have Saint or Ringham's Day or not. But uh, yeah. I, I me... think these guys, Leicester won it more because of their top four position. So I think they'll go all out because like with Poole, they have everything uh, equal on level. But then also, you guys are forgetting one crucial part of it, which is Arsenal should win against yes. Brighton. <laughs> 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 and See, that's the second thing. Uh, that's the second thing. <laughs> Arsenal plays not only against Brighton but itself. So Arsenal has to win against Arsenal first, then Arsenal has to win against Brighton. But uh, Brighton has just come back from defeating City. Uh, that that is that that happens once in a while. City has won the league 
so they just no they, it they was okay a there. record no no it was like they were having around 23 or 24 games undefeated in away games right and uh, no i think they broke 12 that. games 12 games or 13 no games. no no undefeated yeah 12 12 games away wins continuous away wins that was the and record that that was had. broken right that was broken uh, yesterday uh, it is already a record what they did is already a record so that's yeah. why but uh, did you guys have any uh, I'll, i'll start with uh, arun then uh, regarding the starting lineup did you have any any concerns or any any questions about the starting lineup like for the for the for the for the yeah crystal palace game crystal no no i mean like i thought like the, the the team that we have and and possibly the people who are going to be like continuing with us for the next year were mm-hmm. given a chance and uh, i wasn't really surprised with the team selection i was happy to see both saka and pepe play many people might complain about martinelli not starting but come on like he came in uh, when it was required and like right now with his physical fitness probably he's good enough for like 60 minutes and he did come in at a point where we needed a change and he made the difference so really i I'm, i'm not like worried i, I was i it was probably like um, the lineup that i expected like if if shaka is not uh, available then the, the the better thing to do is maybe play more rather than sabayos and that's what was happening to me so people were talking about uh, playing uh, aziz instead of uh, more no let's 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 uh, play with who we have first like i mean aziz he has the preseason and all that he's fucking 17 years old let's let's get real here you know Aziz is not going to be able to help us win games at 17. Let's get real. He might be like a superstar there. We saw how big of a fish Eddie was in the under age group and he's struggling. So I wouldn't like say I don't see the point of giving a chance to a 17 year old right now. Um when we can win games and we still are in the mix for at least like Tottenhams, I wouldn't like want to take a chance with that by giving a chance to Aziz and Messi. whenever i hear the term tottenhams it just makes me smile like yeah. automatically right <laughs> but uh, but elen uh, when the game started actually there was a foul on tierney i thought that was a red card but it was not given but then again when benteke uh, benteke did the whole thing on saka and he kind of confronted uh, elenny that was not again given uh, in so do you think either of those was a red card offense because i thought it was a red card offense yeah again each referee have their own uh, like uh, way of looking at rules and like the only thing we have to see here is whether he was consistent across the game and like he was consistent across the game so that's how i think it like uh, even like when others was happening right like uh, there were like not much happening see, so in that way right it is best and even if you take uh, the chelsea uh, lester game where there was a big fight and everything and you didn't see any red card after that also so i think like some consistency like uh, i'm seeing across so i'm okay with that mm-hmm. okay but still like the concern is that uh, the commentators kind of commented that because it happened in the first minute of the game or first few minutes of the game it's an yellow card and then that is still i know it's an interpretation but again how could a foul that happens in the first couple of minutes not be a red carded offense but a foul that happens later in the game could be a red carded offense right that that is something that i don't yeah, know that is not something i agree also like uh, but like even in our part like we have also said like uh, various times like if it was not the first 10 minutes they would have given him the red card like so that is happening but that is not correct mm mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. I don't think the, the 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 first one was really a red you know like you don't i don't think the first one usually people no one gives a red for that 
of course, it was a challenge that need not be made, but I don't think it was a red card. Was it? The second one, maybe. We, yeah, we, we have been given for far we less. Have been, we have been no, no, no. Of a lot of shit. I, I don't think we can equate it to that, but just like when, when you want <laughs> no. everything to be done properly and you want to see a correct decision, I don't think that was so bad. The cancellor one, if you see, right, like was given at a very early time. Like, uh, so there are like decisions given. It is not like that. Like we have to just see, as I said, like the referees in UK are not that good. But like, mm. if there is a consistency, right, it is better. In the past, right, there will be like inconsistency a lot. For the same thing, right, like many people would have like given different different uh, <coughs> decisions. So that's what the issue earlier. Now at least some consistency is coming there. Mm. That's true. The but, records uh, which we got this season, there is nothing to like talk about there. Everything was a, like a stone wall <laughs> headcuts. Uh, but but we did have some some dodgy decisions, right? Like war disallowing like war disallowing our goal, like yeah, because the toe it's was not related to red cards, right? No, I'm just saying about red cards. Yeah, but but I'm saying like but that inconsistency is what what hurts, right? When we get a when when we get a yellow card in the first couple of minutes to someone like Shaka or someone like uh, uh, Gabriel, that's going to impact our game. It might not be a red card, but it is still impacting our game because we are worried that, I mean, we we are worried. Yeah, then those way. idiots shouldn't like make tackles. <laughs> <laughs> you called he your like, you call, he, he called his favorite CLL an idiot. Yeah, people, he is. people have he to is note that. <laughs> <laughs> but but the interesting speaking, start. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, speaking about war, right? Uh, Werther should start liking war more. <laughs> <laughs> Single off, like uh, he was like in a gold rod, two goals, <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, disallowed, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I <laughs> actually now that you've brought up Werner, I'm like, yeah, we made a double over Chelsea in our worst season ever. <laughs> I was literally going like, is this for real? Like we went to we went to Old Trafford and won in Old Trafford by parking the bus. Literally parking the bus. We did nothing in that game. We literally did nothing in that game, and they gifted us one chance. We scored. That's it. <laughs> that yeah, was the right ultimate. <laughs> ultimate point. Right? It's, it's the end of the day. It's the W and the three points that matter. No one's gonna go on dissecting like how did you win the game or no. We as fans would be happy with three points against a big team. I'm pretty sure yeah. all of us would agree. Yeah. It doesn't matter how we play the game or what we do. You know, <laughs> we've won. We've lost a lot of uh, games like. Um, trying to play nice football and trying to be attractive. Yeah. We've lost a lot of games. I would take these wins, these dirty wins. Anyway. This season, he, Leicester did the same thing to us. They yeah. had one chance, Wadi scored and they, they won. We did the same. I don't know what, like these commentators like saying, ah, nothing. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, no. there was See, so how much many hate. goals we have considered like uh, because of our mistakes? Yeah, we got one in back, like just one back, and for we, that, like uh, we could have conceded one too in this game. We made a mistake. We were not punished by that idiot. Yeah, we were lucky enough and like yeah, gladly take the three points. But but the but that you you brought it up uh, nicely that uh, about the conceding goals, Ellen. You know, do you guys know that we are third in the league in the number of goals conceded? Like we have conceded only. 
uh, only I think thirty nine goals, no forty three goals or something, which is like after thirty nine, thirty nine, thirty nine, yeah, thirty nine, which is only higher than City and Chelsea. Yeah. So But we should look at the stats. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, what do you have to say for that? No, no, I'll come back. I'll come back, Arun. I'll come back, Arun. Like they, couple of seasons back, right? Couple yeah. of seasons back when City won the title, they had like a goal difference of seventy-two, mm-hmm. like ninety-five scored and like twenty-three conceded. Yeah. And even if you take like last three four years uh, uh, pattern also, right? All mm-hmm. the teams which are in top five, top six, they have a goal difference of twenty. Mm-hmm. You can see even now when this the teams mm-hmm. like say West Ham and others, right? Who are all like the surprise? You can include Everton also. Mm-hmm. They are the ones who are having in the range of like say ten to fifteen or five to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Like that's the range, like say seven to ten, or is the range like five to fifteen? Yes, there are one or two teams who are like having a good defensive record or something. I've gone with like a sixteen or a seventeen goal difference in top six. So even though we have conceded less, we haven't scored at all, and our current like goal difference, right, of like a plus twelve uh, or forty, like after this match, that clearly shows like where our status is. No, a proper not, mid-table see, I, I, I get that, but but Deepak, the, the, I wanted to bring this to you because why I wanted to bring that point to you is that we have always been complaining about our defense, our our defenders not being good enough, and especially with uh, see David Lewis didn't have a season where he played a lot. We played basically with other defenders like Holding or Gabriel or Gabriel too had a lot of injuries. Mari. So we basically rotated our defenders. We didn't have a backline that was settled. Uh, Tierney was out injured for majority of the season. Our right back was not like was not like we don't know who our first first choice right back is, right? With all this issue, we are still conceded less than a lot of teams. Does this, does we this... can like keep on giving like excuses, saying no. This is not excuse, right? Like, See, I'm not, I'm it not is giving... not about like the number of goals conceded and stuff. It is about like the things like in which games we have conceded. See, we have conceded less, but the goals which we have conceded, those are the goals which we lost the game. It's not like we won those games and like by conceding less, we didn't turn those like less goals conceded into points. that's what it matters see you are not going to win like uh, uh, you are not going to get like 70 or 80 points just by like conceding zero goals every 38 games it doesn't do anything good for you see unless the attacking input improves or let's say like we try to score a goal see if you sit back completely obviously you are going to concede less goals and the goals which we have conceded is mostly due to the mistakes like individual mistakes it's not due to the system and it it is due to the system but also it is due to the like individual mistakes so we basically uh, sat back almost every game and we didn't do anything mm-hmm. so basically the opponent team doesn't have the ball and we just sit back and just give them back and come back at us so i don't think so we have improved defensively but unless it translates into some attacking output it it is useless no but but again if that is the case right there is another chart that is going around uh, like of showing where our position is in the league starting from december 26 or uh, the chelsea game that we won which yeah. turned our favor we are second in the table second in the table only to city from that time so 
so i'm just saying we are that eighth in the table we are ninth in the table now it no. doesn't matter no no it's it just goes to show that we we messed everything up before december and we've been decent since december it's not as bad as people are making it seem if you really think about it we we are in a position where like when was the last time you saw like arsenal concede less than 42 goals in a season yeah that's i, I, I know you you're talking uh, about the difference in when is the season no, no, like no. arsenal just scored like 53 goals and yes. have like so, a no, goal I difference agree. of 40 I, i definitely agree yeah that's a very good arun 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 like till december right like when we were playing like say the back three or like after partey's injury like after he came in also we were like passing the ball like within ourselves like we were like set up to not concede a goal at all see that is what we were doing like say as our yeah and and we and we and we succeeded that is the not point. see not exactly if we had succeeded yeah, like, at least the draws right at least the draws right would have put us in a good position now considering the second half whatever you are saying because mm. like second at the table like in the second half even if we had considered draws right we would have actually done a lot more better like the first half like if you had like see i'm okay with the 0-0 draw 18 or 19 games gives us still 18 19 points and the second half is like this right would have got you a decent point where you would have got into like a, a good position that was not happening like see nobody will deny that we haven't improved we have improved a lot but the issue is like whether it has affected the team is what the question is because like once we came out of that only we started winning whether it's a coincidence i'm not sure like before that like we were just like defending 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 it improved our but like our opposition everything was close to relegation at that time once we were ready to concede goals and started attacking only we got into this position which was in the second half so actually whether our defense has improved or whether our team deteriorated because of that that's mm-hmm. what i'm trying to analyze see maybe like the team might have like uh, as part of the uh, improvement right like might have not done much during the initial phase also so mm-hmm. i'm not just like saying defense is the reason concentrating only on the defense but like i'm just trying to think like until i see something in the next uh, season right i cannot directly say that our defense has improved yeah but also but also in that in that sense like arun said right like my question is that we like it's it's a explanation like it's a extension of what i was saying we didn't have a Uh, a regular back four or back three or whatever we didn't See, that was because no that was a, because uh, we, we didn't have a center mid like right now tell me who can play if if shaka is injured who can play with party or if party is injured who can play with shaka right we don't have a center mid say it's like every team is having injury issues it's not like this See, liverpool yeah. is like people, literally playing like every team has like... decent quality and they have injury issues so no. they have Liverpool like literally are playing like an 18 year old kids and they have considered just like three more goals than us. They lost their entire back four. If if you take a VVD piece out, I know at one point they needed Van Dijk and that that what that what changed their entire team, right? And they became like from a good team to a very good great team of winning titles because of that one guy. Now over these years with him in the team, they have managed to devise a way to play. even if he is not there so your remaining 10 pieces around this 18 it is not I, just vvd they lost their entire back four i i agree i agree but they did not lose their entire back four for for the, all the time you know it was only like certain periods when vvd is gone okay? no 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 still if you take now they don't have they don't have 16 players 
see only taa and robertson came back like the others right like the cbs nobody is there like it is not even like the backup cbs or everything that is everybody exactly what i'm saying that is exactly what i'm saying you take four people four of the starters out the remaining seven are good enough to compensate for that if you take two of our starters out the remaining are so shit that there's no compensation at all everyone makes mistakes that is you what i'm saying you are saying they're like 18 year old kids from their academy is like better than like holding and like I am, gabriel i'm not saying and... better again i'm not saying that 18 year old kid is better than holding or gabby he might be but what i'm saying is the people around that 18 year old are at a way higher level than the people that we have in the See, team taa is defensively is shit everyone knows that but is he robertson but, is the one but is taa is taa sh- more shit than bellerin or uh, cedric yeah. they didn't start every single game bellerin and cedric and until recently until recently when chambers okay. came TAA back taa is as shit as bellerin when it comes to defense yeah but he gives the offensive output uh, yes that's and- what they- that's the thing like yeah then alison is like having is one of his worst seasons and that See, is it is just like, like it is just like we are giving excuses for our no, stupid defense ex- it's it's not an excuse is the the base quality the baseline quality between the two teams that you're trying to compare here arsenal and liverpool is is it, it's it's way different like they are they have been okay. the baseline quality okay, is okay. like the first team starters and the Arsenal, first team starters uh, when it comes to liverpool is like van dijk joe gomez and matip you take all three out and who is like coming in and playing it is just like some two like 18 year old kids and then you play fabinho in that and that completely destroys their balance still balance. they have considered only 42 goals which is just three more than us it is not like we have completely improved defensively it is See, like, uh, like we are just keeping the ball and we are not giving the ball and we are not attacking and we are putting 10 men behind that's why we have considered less goals if we start attacking more we don't know what will happen that is the point i am trying to make the one other thing which i want to highlight here is see the teams were like the top teams right where we concede more goals they all like say when we played city they didn't have kdb they didn't have aguero even when we played leicester body came and scored that goal but he was injured and he came at the last 20 minutes like the first half of the season right like even with liverpool they were all having their injury things like they were losing against every team at that time like so it was like that scenario where like we were like playing and we were not conceding but speaking about like say quality of defense and everything right when you try to bring in See, we all know Wenger is an attacking coach. He doesn't care about defense at all. He will always say like four three. The Champions League record which we have, right? We're all with like players who were like not that good defensively. Maybe you can include like Torre alone, but other than that, like nobody is like that good. And Champions League is the not like our Premier League. Like it is at a league above that, and like we had a good defensive record there too, with not so good defensive players. so it is not about like players alone always sometimes right like giving them confidence playing them regularly like it might be forced or it might be just gives that kind of stability with the arsenal right like even though we are saying we are defensively good and if i come and ask you who is the back four we don't have an answer till now <laughs> see that is what like say center back pairing right like from whatever i have seen so far like 
if you play them continuously only they'll become like a big guys like say we don't have like as you rightly said we don't have a guy like bbd or somebody who can play with any player we don't have a guy like that so in that case right you have to form a partnership and we are not having done that also this season i thought like you are doing that at the beginning but then like too many like uh, shuffles for reasons unknown like uh, there was no reason there was like talk like uh, we were not playing mari for some time like in the first half of the season when he was doing good because like he will trigger some class it might be true or not but that was that kind of rumors was what going with knowing arsenal that would be 100% true <laughs> it, it was not just injuries like which was like the reason for like not like a settled back pairing arteta was like keep on chopping and changing like that center back pairing for i don't know why what is the reason he did Okay, maybe like are... the combination which like Lewis plays better with Gabriel or Holding plays better with Mari. Mari. Some one or the other thing. We still don't have a settled backline, even okay. though our defense has improved, which let, which let gives me, let, no guarantee. Let, let me let me let me uh, let me put you all in a, into a spot, right? Right back. Who do you want as our starting right back in Arsenal? <laughs> in case we don't sign anything. Team? We don't Chambers. sign anyone. Or are we allowed to pick someone? No, we we are not. I'm not talking about any signings because with Arsenal we don't know, right? With out of the three chambers, the Me too, same. Like out of the three Cedric. chambers, Cedric. <laughs> Cedric works. No, Cedric plays well with Pepe, so Cedric can't play depending on who's playing at the other See, side. Cedric hasn't been given enough chances. He has played like two games in RB, That's and true. he had like been playing like rest true, of the true. game and like. Left, left back, back which he is not familiar with he is like under like unnecessary criticism that's what i feel no 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 as a left back right he did a decent job like we yes. cannot uh, deny that hmm so i would start with... cedric anyone other than bellerin right now <laughs> <laughs> how how are we to convince psg to buy bellerin that here This guy is a good right back here. Have him. I don't know why they want to buy him. They have Florenzi and stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if they are going to buy. So since you guys all mentioned about like how our uh, attacking input uh, was reduced, I wanted to bring up the statistics. Okay, someone has forty-six appearances, fourteen goals, six assists this season. Fourteen or fifteen. 14 goals yeah 14 i think 15 oh no 14 14 <laughs> so so are you guys now saying that pepe is going to be our uh, savior for next season no <laughs> savior our season cannot be saved by just one person it cannot happen that's no, a kind but, of but, yeah. but, but pepe answer... is not bruno fernandes pepe is not bruno fernandes i answered uh... for the question which picasso asked no <laughs> that's it no there's no chance for you you bring in messi he's not going to save this team so no. uh... 14 like uh, in premier league alone or all put together europa oh, league everything all put together all put together yeah but, but even i am saying like Yeah. Pepe has performed really well in Europa League. He was he was really good. But he didn't in get chances. League, he didn't get a lot of chance in Premier League. If you guys think about it, he didn't get a lot of chance in Premier League. Yeah, but whatever, whenever he came, he was shit. <laughs> today he scored two goals. Two today really good goals. Today he scored two goals in an inconsequential game, which but, <laughs> is useless. It's like literally calling stat padding. 
like we call bruno fernandes start parts against like all this team that's what he is doing i hate See, that guy bruno fernandes just for the record i just hate him i hate him as much as i hate lingard as much <laughs> as i hated uh, yeah, bruno <laughs> i hated uh, didier drogba <laughs> like these are the players i hated with all my heart and bruno fernandes had made the list <laughs> but arun you should drogba be happy about Yeah, Agba was a tough one. He played for Montreal too, so <laughs> it was very tough hitting him at that point. <laughs> but but uh, Arun, I like you must be happy with Pepe's numbers though. And that second, uh, like even last season, he had similar numbers. Yeah. So so are you happy that he's proving you right? Or are you? I seeing... am. I honestly, uh, yeah. I as much as I like gloat over every Pepe's goal or assist every time we have a podcast, I would. like his input to be output to be much better because of like you know the 72 million tag that we have his we would definitely if we buy someone for 72 million we would expect him to score 20 goals in the league alone you know that's the kind of expectations that you would have from someone like that uh, but unfortunately he's not been able to do it uh, it could be like due to a lot of factors maybe like he's not good enough of course 72 million is very few players in this world are worth 72 million he wasn't uh, maybe like uh, that guy was like a huge mistake on our part but uh, given how he's performed and given the fact that he also performed similar way towards the end of last season um, i would only hope that he gets more chances next season you know rather than like letting this go and not providing him with chances rather than not starting him at the beginning i would hope that this would convince arteta to give him like a more chances at the beginning uh, and hopefully if we do sign a good right back who can overlap Uh, it's not about unlocking pepe i don't want to use that term again it's so cliche how do we unlock pepe how do we and by now we should be knowing how to unlock pepe if we're not able to unlock him by now then he's not like at the place where we think he is and he's not like someone worth unlocking really so if if we really want him to perform then we need to give him more chances and that's like i said i hope that we get a good right back who overlaps and he gets his chances um start padding of course he's like scoring these against smaller teams right so in europe we are not facing like uh, a manchester city or a liverpool uh, or a chelsea you know europa league quality is very different and still we still managed to fuck it up uh, that's another discussion but even in those games he did manage to get these things uh, players like him thrive on confidence mm-hmm. when he gets going and we get has a good game uh, or when he scores a goal the very next game you might notice that he might not do fuck all for the 90 minutes but he'll come up with a goal or something and if he doesn't do anything uh, throughout the game and it doesn't affect our chances and if he is able to pull off a goal that could save us i think that should be what people should be expecting from him right? like rather than like you know uh, now especially now that we know for sure that he's not worth 72 million we should lower our expectations instead of like calling him out every time we know he's not worth 72 we have him in our team we are not going to be able to sell him and that's obvious so instead of saying like pepe is useless every time he's not worth 72 which is a known fact is not worth it that's known everyone we don't need like a genius or someone with with uh, like great financial sales to come and tell us that pepe is not worth 72 million three seasons and it's he's shown so like i think the only option that we have right now is reducing our expectations and hoping he plays well mm. the problem with pepe i have is it's not about his output or goals or anything or even his price tag it is his gameplay it is pretty much useless for us <laughs> he hogs the ball every single time he slows down everything every single Counter time slow down with him yeah see he 
it was like a wrong signing for us i never celebrated signing pepe he is a player who thrives under a very good counter attacking team which we are not we are zero in that so it is not a mistake on his part he didn't a slight mistake maybe he didn't improve himself every yeah, single time i see him now if you think about it yeah, he, he's never going to play like a 72 million player but if you talk about improvement i believe that he's improved a lot like of course he hogs on the ball you i understand all that you're saying i've seen him i get frustrated when he gets the ball because he's not a real ball carrier but he's being made to act as a ball carrier from the midfield from our mid third the second third is and he slows the play down every counter before it used to stop at jaka now all the counters are stopping with pepe i totally understand it's just the improvement part i definitely feel that is improved yeah he has like every single time when i see him he is yeah. like about to trip himself i don't know <laughs> what he is doing no Ellen, like, uh, talking about his improvement right he has improved defensively like uh, but again that is to the way like arteta wants him to play or like uh, the area where arteta wants him to improve but like if attacking thing right he's still one dimensional like uh, or like uh, the opponent teams right know what pepe is going to do when he gets the ball always he's going to do something only and like uh, that is what like they are but talking. sometimes when he does what he does he scores a goal like today where he runs through the middle Ellen, Ellen, he scores robin, a goal like today robin was a one trick pony i'm not comparing robin and pepe here robin was a one trick pony he survived at no, the no, highest no. age for like more than a decade no 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 i'm not saying well. that like, no, no i'm not saying that like he's not good or anything like see again as uh, deepak said correctly we cannot have like a one dimensional player when he is our only output like say there was a period like where he was the only output see leave saka or others see laka was like not doing good auba and like uh, pepe were the players we were like trying our hope on like such a kind of player right we cannot have them like say uh, as like a one dimensional uh, person talking about see, you, laka even now right you give him space for his left footed kick like he'll score a goal hmm. he's really good like even from long range or anything it is good to have such a kind of person but like we need other players to make him click that's the problem we have i don't have any issues with a stag or i don't have any issues like other thing he's a good asset for us provided like there are other people like he, like we have all talked like he's not like say a bruno or like a kdp like who can single handedly change the game he cannot do that hmm. but but ellen talk you you actually touched upon the point i was about to ask you about like lacazette being frozen out right like uh, he was having a good run of games and then suddenly now uh, he is nowhere near uh see the problem there is like with arteta's game style and everything right we can always have one striker yeah and how far you are paying that much he has to play no other uh, option but he playing that, good or playing but bad. does that mean that we are going we are not going to extend laka's contract and try and sell him probably see the best thing would be like to sell both auba uh, and laka and find somebody <laughs> like who will suit our game style now because like see auba not going for headers or like he's not going to score means like for the price tag like he has right like as a salary cap you can get somebody good like you can pay him like who's going to like uh, do well mm-hmm. see i know werner is a flop in uh, chelsea but like a guy like him right for the way we are playing now will be really useful mm. 
he yeah. he is like good water what he does expert except for like scoring goals chelsea's <laughs> yes. gameplay is completely around him <laughs> uh, yeah he brings lot of other players to score goals like he actually does that he just misses like uh... yeah. i can't so... imagine the stuff he missed <laughs> he would have been killed by now by arsenal if he was playing in arsenal <laughs> so laka warner swap ellen ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ <laughs> I was never impressed with him. I don't know what happened to him like when he moved to Newcastle and he started scoring goals. But and I, his I goals are good. I, I've been looking at his goals and his goals have been good. Not just like those goals. His gameplay has been good. He has been playing well. Uh, if you consider like the other Loney, which is uh, AMN and him, he has been actually not just scoring goals. He has been having a good partnership. He has been making runs. and he has been doing a lot more than uh, what okay. was expected so like the thing is he is scoring goals for newcastle do we want to be like newcastle but Or he is do we want to move to the next step no, we but, want him to be a starter but no he way. is scoring goals for newcastle against manchester city against yeah. against big teams so he is not scoring goals against like just small teams right okay. and playing for newcastle which means he doesn't have that many chances he doesn't have like a great game play around him and he is scoring goals maybe around uh, when he comes to arsenal when he when there is more game uh, built around or like when we have better players he'll score more goals <laughs> and no way he will score that many goals with arsenal for sure i can write and give it deepak deepak sebayos or uh, villa yeah. anyone other than sebayos villa <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> It's the, same, it's the same with those two spanish guys anyone other than those two semoyas and valerian that's it <laughs> ellen what are your takes on uh, vilak uh, do you want him back or do we cash in on him see uh, it again depends like uh, if you remember like in our old pods or like when we talked like i always said like vilak has the ability but like he's not physically like capable Mm-hmm. so i haven't seen his recent games like because i was always of the opinion he should be loaned to a premier league club only and not championship or other things because his physical ability is what he needs to improve if he has improved that right i will have him as a backup for next season but if he hasn't improved that right it's better to cash in now because like scoring six goals like it's a record also premier league record for yeah. doing it at a very young age yeah so it's not that easy and uh, there were even like uh, talks about like uh, he missed the penalty like uh, yeah, because yeah, like the... uh, <laughs> uh, to, to get like uh, goals like bruno like uh, bruno we always say like he's a penalty guy so to have his more field goals tally but one good thing there is like even though they have a specific penalty taker villock was able to convince him and he took that penalty that was i think the second penalty in the team and like he went and took it mm-hmm. so that shows like he's been valued there which is like really good and speaking about aman right you just touched upon yeah even the great sam right has told him don't play in midfield play in right back <laughs> so everyone was right i don't about think him. sam 
yeah no, i don't think sam gives good advice but he himself has given him a good advice to him but i don't think aman is not, uh, is coming back to us or we no, don't he will not i think he spoiled his career itself like he will again try to find some club that he can play midfield only in mm-hmm. a right back right like he can play in many teams mm-hmm. even like decent uh, teams but like uh, as a what to say right mm-hmm. midfielder or like any midfielder he is not going to have any career scope no for mm-hmm. for the amount of ball losing that he does i don't i cannot like pinpoint one position on the football pitch where i can place him you put him in midfield he's losing the ball you put him in left back he's losing the ball right back he loses the ball it's not just losing the ball it's the way in which he loses the ball that misses me off no end the, the, the casual look on his face <laughs> it, it annoys me remind because you are playing for a club that where you grew up you're supposed to be like having all those qualities you know is is this what was taught to you in the academy or is this what playing for arsenal really means for you or, or do you think you are that good that you can make a no look pass and then give the ball away easily to an opposition player that those things bother me about amn because he's got a lot of uh, spirit a very good attitude but it's just this this thing his ability yeah i i don't think he's going to come back to arsenal or, no. uh, i think he no, will no, be sold no no we definitely sell him definitely yeah. sole or like loan him like if we don't uh, get any uh, yeah i think but him. but i still think that vilak has a has a has a chance with us uh, because he forms the three uh, in the in the in the uh, in in saka uh, esr Emily's and Metro. and and vilak and i think vilak will be a backup like yeah yeah but like start him ahead of esr no no you won't start him ahead of like partey or saka no no but he no, no, would no, he's be... a backup backup if, that's if, not like that's clear if we See, are going to if, go into the if conference if you are getting like 25 million and he would be a backup what would you do you would just like sell him and go that's it yeah that but... depends on who we are trying to get as well right of course we need a backup for party but uh, if you think about it uh, this guy um we need a backup for our jaka uh, as well because mo at best is like a fifth choice center midfielder he's not going to start your games he's not good enough to be a backup otherwise he'll just keep doing things like what he did today in the game like you know mm-hmm. when there's an opportune moment for sending a forward pass he'll just turn around and give a back pass so um and yeah, we know that especially right sander burge and like uh, bisuma we're not going to get both of them it's only going to be either one or like neither of the two given that like This has always happened with Arsenal before, and we're still chasing guys like Benzema and Yanembia. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get Yanembia. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's where I think like Villa could be a good backup for uh, for someone like Pardi. Yeah, and, and also like he's he's young. He could be a backup. He doesn't have to start. I'm I'm, I'm not saying he'll have the same impact, but in terms of numbers and in terms of players, I think we would have a better option with Villa in the team rather than going for someone else. we can give like uh, willak and some cash for uh, bisuma to buy <laughs> <laughs> that's a different thing like you are getting a player for him that's a different thing but like uh, see again we also need home grown kata like uh, kota too he fits in that too like so and like see we cannot trust jaka and parte alone for the entire season no like way. we need backup for sure <laughs> that's what we need backups for sure and willak is somebody like with less wage and everything and like is uh, a decent enough backup like provided his fitness is good like because even in the games where he has struggled this time right uh, he has the skill and everything it's just like so he doesn't have the physical presence yeah also also the whole concept of like we might not make into europe or uh, 
right but we might make into the conference league or whatever yes, the new yes, thing yes. is called so we do need a squad big enough to play into the conference league and i don't want any of our first teamers to travel to some some place that i cannot pro- pronounce right i could send like the youth team like send over like no this. conference team like a uh, cup should be treated as our mickey mouse cup which yeah. arsen wenger used to do yeah play yeah. your uh, under 19 that find yeah. out who are all are capable of like playing in europe and everything get the player uh, on boarded to your first team yeah that that that's what i'm saying so in that case villa could be the person who would be sent like you go there yeah. play the conference <laughs> league right like play the conference league and belagan or whoever right the striker pepe pepe <laughs> pepe will sign in conference that conference league is a very small pool for a big fish like pepe he'll destroy teams in the conference league and that's what like we'll we'll come back with like 40 for figol this season <laughs> we can finally say he's worth 72 million for winning the conference league will we will we, will we even win the conference league <laughs> yeah if if we win the conference league it's good it's a recognized european trophy yes, first european trophy we haven't won any european trophy so we can win that first european trophy is conference league for <laughs> arsenal fuck that shit seriously but uh, anyways let's go ahead with like the next game because that's going to be the last game of the season and uh, we are in a very very different situation than what i thought initially right we we might still finish in ninth we might still finish uh, eighth seventh. seventh so we don't so know seventh, what to say uh, i don't think so Seventh, I don't think. Uh, if Everton loses, anymore. if Everton loses and we win, and also like if Tottenham, Tottenham loses, loses, we will finish. We will finish seventh. And West Ham, oh West Ham have already. No, West Ham would be sixth in that case, and we will be seventh. If if Everton Spurs loses and we win, we will be seventh. Yeah. But uh, so that that is where we are. Uh, that's the best. Like we last season, we finished eighth, and this this season we would finish anywhere between seventh and ninth, which is. almost the same as last season even after the disastrous start we had and we made headway into the uh, europa league uh, last season we didn't go as far as this season right or did we olympia no, no, we lost as soon as arteta to score for the knockouts yeah so that is just the quarter finals or before that Uh, round of 16 round of 16 round of 16 round of 16 yeah so this time we made it to semi finals uh, so So next, next time finals and cup, <laughs> conference cup, conference conference league, whatever that is. But last season we won the FA Cup. So to put everything into perspective, where do you guys think it is right now? Like, do you guys think we are at the same position? We lost a lot of ground, or do you guys think that we have made progress? Nothing. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were mid table club last season we were mid table club this season also the uh, just the like looking is... at like the lester and uh, chelsea game right like uh, they were having a big fight at the end of the game yeah see that is because like that much passion they have for the top four or like champions league and everything our guys right like they doesn't even Play that important game like with a passion. So uh, I don't even know where to rate this team. To be honest, like uh, whether they can fight in the future or whether like 
they are going to go down nothing is clear with the team also before we finish arun actually i wanted to uh, talk to you all about this like arteta during the interviews was like after last chelsea game he was very angry about uh, how his statements were uh, were misrepresented in the media uh, did you guys see that uh, and i i didn't feel it was misrepresented he said that he said <laughs> that the players didn't give 100% and then no, he no. comes back and says like no i i didn't say that they no, no, always no. given me 100% you cannot even it call it a translation issue <laughs> yeah speaking in english yeah and <laughs> no, no, it is like after that right tatata out came into a lot uh, outside so this is a statement to reduce that he's a interview merchant right he's coming back <laughs> and trying to <laughs> he screwed that as well <laughs> <laughs> but but there was this interesting word or usage of word that i found uh, f- f- i was very uh, very interested about was that when he mentioned i will be backing these players until the time i'm here so is that a cryptic message that he might get the sack soon there are no, chances no, no. like I no, it's the other way around. Unless he really screws up the first ten games of the next season, and we find ourselves like fifteenth with nothing happening, I don't see him like getting the sack because the uh, manager probably knows that like they do not have any other good options available, and like sacking the manager is not the way to go. And then they, and they from the news that we are hearing, though I I would take it with a grain of salt. It does seem like the club wants to invest in new players. The management does want to invest. so given the all that i don't think he's going to be like kicked out as as soon as we think the thing uh, is like if we have time. the same start as like this season we had uh, there will be like a lot of pressure on it the yeah. fans will be back in the stadium as well yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't faced that yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> this weekend he is going to face it this weekend yeah. is a home game for us See, if he loses this brighton game you, <laughs> yeah, i don't know what <laughs> what reaction no. it will be there are two things to see here because so he said like he'll back them until he's here which yeah. means he might not sign anyone also Mm. <laughs> which is because it is not surprising at all to me <laughs> no 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 it is sure that like uh, he is going to be available for sure see speaking about the owners right like because signing relates to our owners you saw what man city did now like they are going to take their fans to like portugal because of the change yeah croenke will say like if we went to the finals we will also take we would we went to europa <laughs> no we went to europa <laughs> league final like uh, where they didn't even do any help no but he would have said like champions league final i would have taken you that, no, that's what croenke will say <laughs> no 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 my part was like is it because for city that's a big achievement because like city as a club oh, like and for us like, europa league final okay. is nothing <laughs> no 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 that's a different thing no 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 let me finish it the europa league final is too small we'll only play champions league <laughs> no or is it because of this super league whatever they were trying to form they came out like they want to like have like some uh, relationship back with the fans they are doing this because if that is the case right even stan needs to do something maybe he will allow us some transfer funds we should or else at least at the bare minimum like uh, give us all a, a sponsored a tour uh, to the <laughs> to the emirates stadium like please <laughs> everyone who is listening to this podcast tweet us tweet about us to stan so that at least we four will no, get no, no. the ticket <laughs> 
No, no, Stan will definitely do what he'll say. It's like I'll sponsor all the Indian people to come there when the flights are banned and everything. So that he will say, like, I have given you a chance, but like the government didn't allow. <laughs> but I can do it. We, me, uh, all three of us could do it. Like, no. I don't know. No, that, uh, you that's can, why you'll you say. Cannot go. You cannot uh, travel back from UK. <laughs> So you'll probably sponsor us for the next year or so if uh, <laughs> we could stay there, <laughs> live there. <laughs> but anyways, uh, coming back to the game about like we the last game, right? Uh, Brighton, Arun, predict a loss. <laughs> What's the score line you're going to predict? We lose three one. Three one, good. Uh, Ellen, see, it's the final home game of the season. I hope like we win by even one zero. I'm okay. Like we should win. <laughs> Okay, uh, Deepak, do you one see one <laughs> more realistic prediction? More realistic prediction. See, yeah, it's the a home is... game. I am not expecting us to win a home game. But with the fans I... in, but but with fans I'm in. As if these fans like cheer every shit day, <laughs> just not <laughs> do. <laughs> see, it is going to be Karanke out or like Arteta out yeah, or that. Uh, you don't have to worry at all. Hmm. Okay, I'm predicting a predicting a win. I'm predicting a two-zero win against uh, Brighton. So hopefully we'll meet after the end of the season. Question so is it, yeah? before that, what is the question? Are they out or are they dying? <laughs> that, that we will answer after the after the Brighton after the end of the season. Yeah. Okay. After the end of the season, that is that is going to be answered after the end of the season. But it's I, been nice part. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Arun. No, I was just about to say my answer would be I don't know. So <laughs> I'll give you my answer right away. I am like, still I like Arteta in only. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I still mean, stand like, with my thing. Ten I'm, games. I'm on the fence. More Arteta in than Arteta out because I I believe we should get another chance. Come on, you guys are ruining the surprise. This is how we <laughs> we have to talk about this for so many points after this. Now the season's over. This is all we are going to talk about. <laughs> Okay. For the next three months. (laughs) Yeah. So, thank you guys. Thank you for joining in today. It has been a nice squad. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll meet after a victory. Bye-bye. Bye. And that is the end of the pod. For more Arsenal-related content, please like, subscribe, and share to the Awake Owners Podcast. See you next week. Arsenal! Arsenal!